sounds awkward, doesn't it? Exactly the way many young Africans feel about their native languages. What I've just said in Yoruba language is welcome to the program. And indeed, welcome to Speak Up. I'm Joke Fayemi. So all I'm saying is everyone wants to be heard. Speak up. Speak up. Speak up. Speak up. I love what you've done. Brace yourself. Africa, with all its diverse cultures, can boast of over 2,000 indigenous languages. According to United Nations, that's a third of the world's native languages. But these local languages are gradually becoming extinct. Most young generations of native speakers are opting for foreign languages, like English, and losing their mother tongues. I discussed the issue of young people and their attitude towards their native languages with Kilechi, Esther, and Fred. I began by asking them in what ways they think speaking English is helpful. In education, to communicate with others that are from various places. As you mean, you're out of this country now. You'll be able to flow. Kelechi, do you share the same opinion? Yes, I think I'll go with her idea. English is very important. We use it to communicate wherever we find ourselves, especially when we're in such a country as Nigeria that's culturally diverse. Do you think there's an advantage to being able to speak English and being able to speak English fluently? Being able to speak English is one thing, and being able to speak it correctly is, is another thing. A child that is very well baked in English language will be more favored in terms of going for competitions in schools, attending debates, and speaking up for other people in his class. Not necessarily going by the foreign accent, but the right intonations, the right diction. Okay, does anybody have anything to add to what Kilichi has said? Yes, I want to. To a large extent, I discovered that being able to speak English, just like he said, is one. But at most cases, we drop the originality of the ability that we are now having to speak this English for something else. And that's where you come about the up on ush and all that, <laughs> you understand? And so I think um, the best or the, the good that is doing to us for being able to, the ability that we have to speak this English, I think is what we should stick more on so that we'll be able to do or say what we need to say, or pass information across properly. The three of you seem to be multilinguals, okay, in the Nigerian setting. How often do you speak these languages? I speak more often when I'm in gatherings of people who of various languages that I understand. In my case, by the virtue of what I do most times... As a comedian... <laughs> fine, and you're there. Apart from, like for the Hausa, I grew up in the mix of Hausas. That gave me the privilege of speaking Hausa. Then I also have my parents that are very fluent also in Yoruba. At one time or the other, we blended uh, along. And, and for what I do presently, I discovered that for me to be able to get the attention of these people that I'm working for, I should be able to have them understand what I'm saying, not just using English, not just even the pidgin English. I wanted to, to ask go. you, sorry to cut you, I wanted to ask you, what will it look like if you had a function and all your jokes are cracked in English? Do you think the response uh, will be? To a large extent, it's always like, can somebody please get this guy out of this place <laughs> and get somebody that we will feel, okay. who will understand. For Fred, it's it's helpful. Is it the same with you, Kelechi? Yeah, for me, it, it, I'm not a comedian though, <laughs> but I think um, in line with what he has said, 
People feel like wherever they find themselves, they want to feel at home. Can you imagine in Nigeria with only English as a language? It will not be interesting. It will lose its originality because Nigeria is a country rich in diverse culture and these things in fact some of our english translations don't carry original the original meaning of the words we're translating do you think local languages are dying we all i specifically don't like to speak my tribe why most times we communicate even in my house with english we grew up with this english settings and most times I and my elder ones we speak Igbo to ourselves because we grew up in their midst hmm. so we are not this used to speaking our own tribe okay i think in support of that it is a very glaring statistics now that local languages local dialects especially not just the general yoruba the general Igbo, the dialect itself they are dying. Parents have left the raising of their kids into the hands of schools, into the hands of teachers. Having parents speak their local dialects to their kids when they're at home would go a long way. When the kids are in school, they speak good English. And when they're at home, they can understand what the parents are saying okay. in their local language. Okay, exactly what I wanted to ask. What can be done? I think he has mentioned one, parents speaking it to their children right in the homes. Any other way that you think we could rejuvenate, if I can use that word, our local languages? Yes. There's a school close to where I stay. They organize this traditional day for children. That way they can learn more. They'll learn more of this and it will come back because it's our tradition. We can't throw it away. One's mother tongue may never be appreciated until you ask someone whose livelihood depends on it. Dr. Yusuf Kali Ghazali is a medical doctor who attends to patients in a rural community. He speaks about five languages, one of which is Hausa. We chanted about practicing medicine in a local language. I speak about five languages. Wow, that's yeah. great. Yes, um, <laughs> I speak English. Uh, my own native language, Kanuri. Okay. I speak Hausa. I speak Arabic. A little bit of Fulani. I speak a little bit of Guza. It's also a native language in my state. Okay, so how often do you use any of those indigenous languages in your practice? Well, it depends on where you are practicing anyway. If you are practicing in my own place, of course, you are bound to meet um, the languages I have mentioned. But usually here in Kaduna, the common language we use here is um, the Hausa language and probably maybe Fulani at times. But apart from that, it's just um, the three languages, English, Hausa, and then Fulani. Okay, so for Hausa, do you meet a lot of patients who come in and then express themselves in English, and you have to talk to them in the local language? How often do patients like this come in? Almost all the time, because um, there are certain things that um, is only known to the medical practitioner alone. Because if you try and tell the person in English, the person would still go like, what did you just say? Of course, you just have to repeat yourself in Hausa, and then the person will go like, okay, yes, 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 there's so-so thing and so-so thing. So as a medical practitioner, do you think you're at an advantage with your ability to be able to express yourself in these local languages? Because yes, whether you, you like it or not, wherever you find yourself practicing, it's only natural for you to adapt the, the common language in that community or else you are going to miss the basic uh, points in terms of your clinical history and diagnosis. So learning um, the language in the community you are serving is very important. All right, can you give us an instance where the language became very helpful that it actually saved that patient's life? Okay, well, there are many. 
but I can remember of one. We had a Fulani man uh, who was brought into the accident and emergency in uh, the University of Medjugorje. We wanted to ask him what happened, how did he sustain the injury, of course the impact of the injury on his uh, body and stuff like that. Unfortunately, he could not communicate and I was there and I asked him in Fulani that um, what was the problem and he said this was what happened. He was attacked by armed robbers and he believed um, this is not the only side he was injured. There is also another side and to our surprise behind him was also a huge injury that would have actually missed um, if we had not done anything. Okay, do you think that um, with, if you don't have all the knowledge of those indigenous languages, do you still think you'll make a good doctor? What we normally do is, I think it's bound to all doctors, what they do is they try as much as possible to learn the native and the common language in the society because it really helps. It helps without you knowing that. At times it can be disastrous really, okay? But then um, most of doctors, I'm very certain, they usually try as much as possible to learn the native language or the community um, language there. Okay, but that does not mean you don't have colleagues who can express themselves in Hausa. <laughs> Talk about the language of the community. Do you have such, such kinds of um, colleagues? Yes, you do. But at times you, if you do, then um, what you need to do is by all means find an interpreter around yes um, to, if you can't then you can either use sign and you know other means of communication African indigenous languages may seem to be unpopular among the younger generation but one area where these languages have a lot of influence is in music I had a chat with Nigerian R&B singer Silva Sadi he spoke about what it feels like to sing not just in English but also in an African language I'm actually used to singing mostly in English, but I've always really thought that music is a universal language. It doesn't matter in what language you sing. And if I can speak Hausa and I can speak English, of course, um, it would only be natural to infuse it in my music. Okay, now how do people respond to your music with that kind of fusion? Yeah. When you do English and Hausa, what's yeah. the response? I think Nigerians like to recognize and appreciate the fact that this is our own, you know. So those things are like identities that help you to say this is who you are, this is where you come from. Um, the response is beautiful. And I don't really think you have to understand the language really to be able to appreciate music. There are Nigerians who listen to Cameroonian music, you know, Spanish music. I listen to a lot of salsa and all that. So, but music can communicate to the audience, notwithstanding so, the, the, the language. Okay, so regardless of whether you sing in English or Hausa, people still love your music. Honestly, yes. I try not to look at music from that angle. I don't think it should have such rules. I think it's part of the, the issues or the problems we have because you put it in a box and you define it. Once you define art, you're restricting it. So the ability or the, the freedom to be able to express oneself as an artist is being restricted. Music is an expression of different moments. You, you just capture them. I've even sang in languages that I don't understand. Really? Yes, I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've done backup singing for Lagbaja in Yoruba, and I really can't speak Yoruba, but I did it so well. <laughs> I might not even get it right now, but at the time that I was doing it, Lagbaja made sure I got the pronunciations right. So it's an expression. I could sing in Igbo tomorrow. You as a person, how would you rate your level of competence in English compared to Hausa? Hmm, that's a good one. Okay, that's actually a tough question. Uh, <laughs> it's a tough question. Um, 
You know why I asked you? Because um, some people feel they get more inspired when they want to sing in their local language yes. or when they want to do a fusion rather than singing in English. Okay. Um, it's like some people feel they can't get enough expression in English that will capture mm. how they really feel. I think what gave birth to that kind of thought would be really in what language really, really, really can you express yourself better? It can be English and it could be Hausa. Now, both of those languages languages are not my natural dialect none of them i'm not an englishman neither am i a hausa man i'm a kataf man and i would say unfortunately i speak english and hausa better than i do my own language really yeah you see so you can see that my case is a bit unique so it's a function of how well you can communicate in what language averagely i think i'm okay in english and i think i'm okay in hausa maybe not 100 percent top notch but enough to be able to communicate of Silver Sadi. It's entitled My Lover and it's sung in his native language of Hausa. Some say our indigenous language is our heritage. Others believe it really doesn't matter what language you speak. Well, the bottom line is finding an effective medium of expression regardless of who you are or what you do. That's all and speak up. We say a big thank you to Silver Sadi, Dr. Yusuf Kali Ghazali, Kilechi Aino, Esther Oyenio and Fred Ocheche Fitz. Speak Up is produced by Radio Netherlands Worldwide in partnership with your local station. You can visit our website www.rnw.nl forward slash Africa or our Facebook page RNW Africa. I'm Joke Faemi. Thanks for listening to Speak Up. <laughs>